Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. I love to use Anchor because of its ease of use and its multiple platform system that allows me to get my podcast to different people that listen to different podcasts on different apps. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make some money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start and join today. And the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor will be welcome to hear you. Again, that's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. I want to thank the listeners for tuning in to another episode of the All Things Black podcast with your host, Mr. Black Ovation. This would be, I, I, would, I, I believe it's my sixth episode um, on my newly launched podcast. And I just want to, you know, reach out to the listeners and say thank you very much for tuning in. And thank you very much for, you know, giving me some feedback on, you know, what the show, how the show can be made a little bit better and, and, and things like that. So thank you very much. Today's topic is a little bit touchy. Um, and uh, it's something that I've actually experienced in my short time on a different platform that is actually getting rave reviews right now. Uh, that platform is called Clubhouse. And um, I've only been on this for a short while. It's invitation only. And uh, that's that's if you're on the iOS uh, platform. Uh, it's invitation only. And I was invited. And I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Um, I didn't necessarily know how to navigate it. Um, they do have onboarding for, for, for new uh, registered members. And I've attended some of those classes and... Uh, or some of those rooms actually is what they call them. And they, 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 they were quite delightful, you know, very informative information, very useful, uh, knowledgeable information. And I really enjoy those classes because they give great value, um, you know, specifically to what you're trying to do, uh, with, with clubhouse. On the other hand, there are rooms that, that are being set up that I have now come to find out that are completely toxic. It almost seems on a daily that when you look in your hallway, there is a plethora of rooms that breed toxicity that have migrated over from other social media platforms that want to use that platform as an outlet to do whatever the, you know, whatever the hell they call themselves want to do. Problem with it is, is that for those of us that really want to uh, try to accomplish something like learn something in business, photography, podcasting, which is what I'm doing right now, uh, how to elevate yourself, wellness, um, you know, something to that degree. It becomes problematic because it, it messes with your energy when you, you know, have to view 
or have it in plain sight uh, that you are looking at a, a, a room that's being opened for nothing but toxicity. What am I talking about? There was a particular room that I stepped into just out of curiosity, which is something that I did uh, that was improper and unjust to myself. Uh, curiosity kills the cat, man. And definitely I got killed that day. It was a room that ended up having about maybe 2.1K people in it. And the title or the, the room name was um, Why Do Black Men Date White Women? First and foremost, I have a problem with the title. The title was very misleading. It was almost like clickbait that you uh, get from other social media programs to have you click on that profile just to just to, you know, do whatever it is it's doing in the background. Um, the moderators, I thought, because each room has a moderator. The moderators were totally piss poor. They did not manage the room well. The room ended up being about maybe 20 moderators on on deck. Which it didn't need to be that many. But anyway, uh, the problem I have with the title of the room is that it was very misleading because it painted a broad picture that every black man dates a white woman. Why do black men date black date white women? You're talking plural. You're not talking singular. That's first and foremost. Man versus men. Men group, plural, man, singular. So it's very misleading. And it stroked a, a, a stoked a lot of emotion out of the participants that was in that room, which was which which, you know, led to the problem. Because it's it's an emotional topic. There's a there's a lot of black women that believe that black men are dating white women exclusively and are excluding them, which is incorrect. If you go to blackdemographics.com and you were to look at the marriage um, tab or the income or the, or the family tab, it'll give you statistical data that shows you that it's 85 to 88 percent of black men that date and marry black women. So this trope that's out there about black men only wanting to date outside of their race is improper. It's 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 uh, it, 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 in my opinion, it's it's immoral because it's a lie. And whoever else is espousing that lie is a liar. So we need to get factual information in regards to what black men or what percentage of black men are dating black women. This is a problem. This is a hot button uh, a topic. It's going to stoke emotions and it's going to get people to the place where we're arguing on the basis of emotion instead of actual fact. The room was out of control. The room should have been, should have been shut down. I'm going to be that blunt about it. That room should have been shut down. You had a barrage of women and a barrage of men. Some of the, some of the men were more well-to-do. Some of the men were in there basically berating, um, you know, dogging out, swearing at, and, you know, it gave no place for black women to actually even breathe in, 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 that, in that space. And that was incredible by itself because um, the room got so bad that 
it wouldn't even allow other people to even get, come up on the panel. Because in my opinion, first of all, it was too many moderators to get a point across. You had 20, 20 plus moderators to try to get a point across, which is ridiculous. And that, that really left no room for a lot of people that had questions or maybe comments to come up and um, speak their piece because you had a room full of goddamn moderators. The person that hosted the room, I forget, I forget her name, but she did a piss poor job. I'm sorry. It was a piss poor job. And that's what it feel like when you have somebody that just wants to do some stuff and not really think it out or plan it out or even anybody really sitting behind the scenes to moderate that room properly because it got out of hand. Now, to the men that might be listening to this podcast, and I'm talking specifically black men, I want to I say, and I haven't gotten a chance to, to, to say it in, in, in the room because they said that we're going to do a continuation, but I'm definitely going to be able to, I'm definitely going to speak my, my piece because there was no way that I was going to bring any kind of reason to a room like that because it, it had gotten to the point it was so, so toxic. So at that point, you have to back away. But to the men that might be listening to this, this podcast, and I'm talking specifically to black men who date black women, I mean, or white women. Listen, some of y'all are full of shit. And I said that some of y'all are, com- are, are complete assholes and you're full of shit. The amount of toxicity, the amount of beratement <clears throat> that those men curled it upon black women in that, in that room when all the sister was trying to do was speak her piece. They said all kind of insulting things to try to shut her down because they didn't agree with her viewpoint. That should have never occurred. That should have never taken place. And again, the moderators that was that was there should have kicked them off the stage. I don't give a damn how much of a friend you may have been to these people. You should have booted them off the stage. The, the minute, um, the minute it got to a point where you heard these black men call these women out of their names, you should have booted them off the stage, period. Period. It should have never continued. It should have never continued. And this is why there's a belief that black men do not want to protect black women. There are rooms right now that, is, that, that are going on in Clubhouse where black women now are saying because of that particular situation, they no longer want to defend or stand up for black men. And again, that's problematic. Because we're talking about trying to build a nation here. And you can't build a nation with idiots. I don't give a damn how much money you have. I don't give a damn how much prestige you have. I don't care what station you are in life. You cannot build a nation with idiots. Now, these black men do not speak for all black men. These black men are, I'm going to say it, trash. They are complete garbage. And I don't care what they've attained for themselves in life. It doesn't account for the fact that your mentality is bullshit. I want to say some other words, but I'm 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 not going to do that. 
because right now where my heart and my head is, I'm at the point where men like that should be rounded up and put on a little island to themselves and let them do whatever the hell they need to do. There's more that I'd love to say, but I'm not going to do that. This is a public platform, but I'm just talking about the anger that I feel right now from a lot of black men who are not doing what they're supposed to do because they've had a bad experience with a black woman. I've had bad experiences with black women, but I have not given up on black women. I love black women. Black women are, are the apple of my eye. And this is for real. This is no, this is no BS. I've never dated a white woman, nor did I have a desire to. And, um, and that's really indicative of the fact that I know what's going on in this country. I know about institutional racism. I know about white supremacy. I know how we were taught to belittle ourselves and devalue ourselves and put them on a pedestal. And the only way for us to reverse that is to start to get a, what's called a knowledge itself to undermine and usurp that little, that little, that little, that little ideology that's on your brain that you're thinking about on a, on a continuous basis that make you believe that somebody that has lighter skin or white skin is better than, is better than somebody that's black. Black women deserve better, man. We need to do better. There's an individual man and then there's a collective men. And right now, black men are not showing up collectively. You can talk about your hyper-individualism all you want to. You can talk about that all day long, your accomplishments individually. You know, you can talk about the amount of preference that you want individually. But when it comes to us as a nation and us as a race, you're going to talk about us collectively. What is our pursuits collectively? What have we accomplished collectively as black men? This is what they, this is what they're talking about. They're talking about the lack of protection from black men as a collective, not as not as an as an individual, not as an individual. Where is our collective protection for black women? Black women should not be afraid to go into a room with a, with a bunch of black men and they're thinking that thinking and feeling that they might get attacked because we don't have the right mindset to understand who, who she is. So we going, you know, we 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 get upset when we approach her and she denies us. And all of a sudden the first thing that wanna comes out come out of our mouth is, you know, to call her a bitch. Or talk about her, or try to try to try to try to berate her and make her feel bad about herself because she didn't accept our advance. I'm calling bullshit. There's a lot of black men that are on nothing but bullshit. I mean, absolutely nothing but bullshit. And it's problematic. And there's an issue that we need to, 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 to take on and to go seek, so seek some goddamn therapy about and fix our issue because it's obvious that the money did not fix the mentality of these men. Talking about black women, black women only want their money. Hell, what woman, what woman doesn't want money? What woman doesn't want to be taken care of? What woman doesn't want to have that man spend money on them? Now, I'm not talking about the gold diggers. I'm talking about the ones that are actually in pursuit of a man 
that has some type of means or substance to be able to take care of a woman. What woman doesn't want that? And the funny thing about that is, is that those that have that money and that mindset to say that only black women want or after their money, it's funny because you readily give that money to other races and other nationalities of women willingly. No reserve. There's absolutely no reserve when it comes to you coming out of your pocket for another nationality or, or, or race or woman. There's no reserve. There's no hang up. But I know what I'm talking about. I knew what I grew up under. I, I've seen, I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was, you know, we didn't call it colorism then. When I was growing up, but it definitely was a, a, a strong preference for black men to want to be with and date lighter skinned women. And if she was not light skinned or damn near white, she was rejected. It's, it's a sad day, man, where we're at the point. And, and I'm glad I read that in, in, in my in my previous episode. I read a, a letter. Or a column that was written in the final call newspaper talking about black love is, is rebellion because in the article it stated clearly that this generation is void of that black love. They don't have the ingredients that our, that our generation did or our, or our great grandparents did. They don't have the ingredients. It's not mixed in. They're too worried about being hyper individualistic about their gains. They're too much worried about, Gaining status and money in this society. They don't care necessarily about a black collective. They don't care about that. Give me, 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 me. And I'm fine with that. And I'm going to say to again, to, to, to us as black men, if you cannot respect black women, regardless if you want to uh, protect them or not, if you can't respect them, you need to get your ass on, man. Get on, man. Don't open your mouth. Don't say a damn thing about them. Leave them alone. The, the same way you're saying that you want to leave them alone and pursue other nationalities and races of women. Shut up. Don't say a damn thing. If your preference is to be with a white woman or whoever the hell it is you want to be with, be with them. But at that point, you have, you have, you have no, no, no room to say anything at that point about a black woman and trying to tear her down and bring and bring her down. This is shameful. This is totally shameful. That room was so toxic. And I'm not going to attach masculinity to it because I think that's bullshit as well. Masculinity is masculinity. We're not talking about toxic masculinity. We're talking about these men having a toxic mindset. There are people who have a toxic mindset. And those, those, those black men were, were straight up bullshit. They were trash. And I don't care what their station is. Again, I don't care what kind of money they have. I don't care what the, what the hell they got. I don't give a damn what they have. They were a bunch of bullshit ass men who expressed their opinions without any kind of factual information they were, they, they, they were moved by male, their male vagina. 
emotions and felt like they had a stake in the game to come out because we're sad, man. We're really sad. It makes no sense for you to belittle your own people because you felt like you've gotten some type of a trophy. And let me say this much for, 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 for those men. See, I grew up around men that would talk crazy like that. And I'd straighten their ass out. I grew up around men like that. I still encounter men like that. And I try my best to change their perception and say, you know what, man? You need to think about this a little bit better because I know you've been taught this. I know this is a teaching. But you're not going to bring that, 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 that BS around me. I'm not going to accept it. Dudes are out here fetishizing over light-skinned females. They are out here fetishizing over white women. And it's funny now because you got a lot of white women now that are able to modify their bodies in a way that resemble black women or Latino women when that was not the thing before. So all of a sudden you got a bunch of black men out here talking about how exotic that is. That's not exotic. That isn't a, and I'm sorry, whoever is listening to this, what you're looking at is a facsimile of an original. Butts and hip, hips were never a thing for white women. Never. This is fact. This is not emotional. Butts and hips and thighs and thickness was never a thing for white women. It was all about the breast. Small waist, flat butt, and breast. That's what it was about. So now all of a sudden, black men, out of their fetishization of white women, now are glorifying and are enamored with a facsimile of an original. See, to me, that's a, that's a sick mindset. Because you're saying you want a white woman. If you want a white woman, get a, get a, just get a white woman. Don't get a white woman that mimics a black woman or woman of color. Because to me, what that's telling me is that you really want a black woman. Or you want a woman of color. That's what you're telling me. And you got these white women going through leaps and bounds to get themselves to look like a black woman. To either, to either keep you in a certain position. And that's terrible too. Because they, some, of them, some of them really may want you. They really may want you. And they're going out of their way to modify their body to please you. And the whole time in the back of your psyche, your psyche is telling you that you really want a black woman. So when she gets the butts and the hips and everything, you want to parade her around like she's something different. This is disingenuous on both sides. It's disingenuous on the, on the white woman's side. It's disingenuous on the black male side. We're lying to each other. And we need to stop the lie. If, if love is the principal thing and this is what you want people to believe, then let it be about love. Don't tear black women down 
to lift them up because you feel like you found something better. Don't take the white woman through the pains of modifying herself to make her look like other than herself. Accept her for who she is. If she doesn't come with that package, deal with it. But like I said earlier, some, some of us as men are full of shit, man. And excuse my language, but we're full of crap. And what I heard on that clubhouse in that particular room, that specific room was garbage. And these men need to be called out. And any black man that is listening, listening, listening to this podcast, start checking your brothers, man. Start checking them for that crap. Don't you ever let no black man come in your presence and tell you that a black woman ain't X, Y, and Z because they found Becky from the block. And she seems to be locked. It's a, it's a matter of perception. It's a matter of perception. It's a matter of value. So if your value system seems to lean more toward fair skin or white women, you're going to value that a lot more. Therefore, your perception is going to be different. If she's cooking and cleaning just like the black woman did, what's the difference? And don't sit back and tell me that white women don't argue. Every woman will argue with a man. Every woman will argue with a man. Every woman has a time and a, and a tendency not to want to cook and clean. So some of y'all, some of y'all, are, some of y'all are full of shit, man. I've heard conversations with from other men. I used to live in a northern state, and I've had black men come to me and asking me and pointing in the direction of a white woman, talking about you know asking me you know do you see that? See what? Take another look. What am I looking at? All them white girls over there. Okay. What is that? What does that have to do with me? Absolutely nothing. Because if that's what you're that's if that's what you're gravitating towards, that don't mean that I'm gonna do that. And you're not you're not gonna get me to co-sign and and, and, and codify you and and, and 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 be the one that condone that behavior, right? Because you wanna in your mind, you wanna you you wanna justify the reason for for you going over there. So you want me to back you up? Hell no. I'm not doing that. This world has enough problems dealing with race and racism for us to compound that issue by doing the stuff that we're doing. I heard a black man tell me, a young black guy, tell me one time he was with a white woman because he was getting back at the slave master for 400 years. You are a complete fool and an idiot. Complete fool and an idiot. There's no way that you're going to get back at a white man for 400 years of slavery by dating his daughter. There's no way. What are you getting out of it? Sex and a biracial child? Because you're not going to cross that bridge. That's a 400-year head start. And you're only going to be on this planet from anywhere from 65 to 70. Luckily to get 100. So how the hell are you going to catch up to 400 years of lynchings, oppressions, redlining, maligning, Jim Crow laws, black codes. How the hell are you going to catch up to that? 
How are you going to bridge the wealth gap by dating his daughter? This is, this is terrible. And it's getting more and more and more problematic. And eventually, if we don't stop this crap, it's going to reach a climax. And you're going to see an explosion like we've never seen before because people are getting tired. People are getting tired. People are getting tired of the lies. People are getting tired of the falsehoods. People are getting tired of people being disingenuous. Justifying what they want to do based on whatever their mindset is, their mentality is. If you have a messed up mentality, just, 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 just own that, man. Just own it. But I'm talking specifically to black men. Because black men need to understand that we are a problem. I'm not putting all the, all the weight on us, but I'm putting a significant portion of the weight on us because there's two things. We are, we, we are man. I'm a man. And then I'm part of a collective. I'm part of men. And I'm not going to allow you to put your mentality off on me. And to have every other black woman thinking I'm the same as you. We're part of a collective. One of the reasons our community is in disrepair and 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 and, and in the situation that it is is because we have not come together as men as a collective. Men police their community as a collective, not an individual. Men build schools as a collective, not an individual. Men build economy as elect as a, as a collective, not an individual. And right now we are too hyper individualistic about the things that we're doing. And we think we're doing something major, something big, because you can ride around in a Bentley or a Mercedes and buy Louis Vuitton. Sad part about it is you don't know how much more deeper in the matrix you are. Because the further away you get it from, get away from reality, the further you're going to get into the matrix, which, which is one of the reasons why a lot of you end up dating white women. I'm tired of us. I'm tired of us. Black men need to get it together and we need to stop this bullshit. You're listening to the All Things Black podcast with your host Mr. Black Ovation if you like this podcast please rate subscribe and share and stay tuned for our next episode on the All Things Black podcast